Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Abby McCarthy walks into the studio to chat about trails, specifically a special trail from 10 years ago. Back in 2008, Abby hiked the Appalachian Trail, right? Start to finish, the whole thing. It's an interesting story. So I didn't have a podcast back then, so we had to talk about it now. Um, but then we also do a lot of talking about running because Abby has done races like uh, Twisted Branch and the Georgia Death Race. She also has her eye on Boston and Western States. So... Before we get into it with Abby, I just quickly wanted to give a quick mention of this new series uh, called the Empire State Triad Series. What's that? Well, it's an ultra series focusing on three of the most awesome races in New York State. Many on the Jenny, Cayuga Trails 50, and Twisted Branch. So 40, 50, and 64-ish miles in June, July, and August. Big community-supported races on some of the most amazing trails in New York. You can find details now at empirestatetriad.wordpress.com or find a link in the show notes at runninginsideoutpodcast.com. And with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. Yeah. So we could talk about Little Abby. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. So let's start present day. I'll okay. give you some. I'll give you some easy questions. Okay. So you said you just finished. A, you just finished a run before you came over here. Yeah. And you were running in circles. Yes, I was very much so. <laughs> <laughs> so track workout. Yeah, uh, Davin gave me like a twelve by four hundred to do with like warm up and cool down. I've never run 400s before. I mean, I'm sure I have. It hasn't been in years. Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting. So, like, so you had your warm-up, a couple miles warm-up? Maybe a mile. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe a mile. mile warm-up. And then it was, like, during the warm-up, I saw Jeff Green. So I was like, oh, hey. And then so the first 400 was like, oh, like out way too fast and i think i think i heard him say like easy there kiddo or something because i just like so happy just to see a, like right. a friendly face uh and, then, and you want to show him your wheels too right well no that's never that was not the intent it was just definitely like oh you know like it's that <clears throat> it's up like a mario star that's what i call mm -hmm. it. like if something you see somebody or something happens yep. and you suddenly get this like and you could just like go off like it was like seeing him was like a little mario star yeah. and i was like oh shit that is not sustainable i could not do that 11 more times <laughs> yeah you're supposed to run your last 400 like your first 400 yeah right? i don't think that's how i haven't looked <clears throat> but i'm pretty sure that's not how that panned out oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and so uh so this track you've been working on getting faster for for most of the summer right yeah i think so so the, through the winter, I was really training for Georgia Death Race, so mm -hmm. mostly like distance, mm -hmm. distance, distance, miles and miles and miles. Like my longest weeks I've run and logged before, and all through like that snowy winter. Um, and as part of the warm up to Georgia Death Race, I, which was April Fool's Day, which was totally suiting, I did a marathon in Alabama. It's down visiting family. And kind of coordinated as far as like a training run and kind of a barometer. And prior to that, my like marathon best had been like a 351 and change. And I went to this, like we didn't taper for it, just like went and ran it and had like a three, got a 344 with a bathroom break and a pretty pouty last four miles. So and I, f and I was pouting because um, they, the marking was questionable, and somebody like came up to us uh, around like mile twenty one or twenty or so, and was like, "Oh, you guys are going the wrong way," which is like about the wrong time in a marathon to have someone be like, 
what you're doing may be futile (laughs) (laughs) and will not lead to success. And so I think that kind of munged with me a little bit. And then shortly after that, to stop to use the bathroom, which is like my MO. So then I was like, okay, like whatever. So I was sort of, but like, so to have a pretty significant, you know, cut back without training for it specifically Mm -hmm. or tapering for it. And I had never thought about like Boston qualifying. Like, of course everybody thinks about it, but it seems so far out of my capability. Mm -hmm. But then after that, like it was all like David and I could talk about, we were like, Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, there might be something there. (laughs) Somebody's running Boston. I'm like, oh shoot, oh shoot, oh shoot. So um, I picked, I'm doing Indianapolis next Saturday, which is not in two days, but like nine days from now. Um, (laughs) You've got to get that right. That's the very next Saturday. No, that's the very next is the qualifier that was missing. Anyway. (laughs) Next and very next are the same. Um. So it's the, See, I got all excited to hit the microphone stand. The first Saturday in November <laughs> uh, is right. Indianapolis. So I picked that uh, because it's sort of near-ish, um, and it's flat, and it won't be hot, no. uh, which are some important things for me. Although I don't really mind the hills, but as far as if I'm looking for speed. So, yeah, I've been – so since then, I raced way too much over the summer – just kind of like every month did a marathon or a further distance. Um, and so in September and October, I didn't race at all. Well, that was, smile, you have a really big smile. It was right really good. For, like, I was good girl. I was very well behaved. <laughs> so I've really just been taking that time to do thoughtful training. But a lot of it is speed stuff, which is sometimes so hard to go out the door. It's it's so hard because your mind jumps to the absolute middle of your speed workout right. where yeah. you're in agony and pain, yeah. right? And and it's like, will this be successful? What will this be? So I've had to decide to just say, I'm going to go out and start a run. And then I usually end up like falling into it. Like mm-hmm. if it's, you know, if it's like tempo that's supposed to start at the se- second mile, maybe it really starts like halfway through the second mile and going to the third. But I get there. And I think that's how I, I think I realize I think that's how I have to race. I think I have to start, <clears throat> like, slowly and be just comfortable and right. happy and realize I'm running. Yeah. And then put that behind it. So I think that's right. going to be my strategy. So so you just, you just, you threw a lot there. So the, <laughs> so now what we can do is we can pull all this apart. Um, so you started talking about training over the winter for Georgia death race. Yeah. Previous to Georgia death race and 2016. Yeah. You did twisted branch. Yeah. Right. Well, I started it. You started it. I started it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but prior to that, you had, you'd never been like an ultra runner, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I had run the year before. I had ran a 50-miler, so it kind of went, like, interval um, as far as, like... So I'd read the the Mega Transect in Pennsylvania, which is now an unfortunately non-existent race, was, like, the first race I ever, I'm going to say, participated in, uh, ran in. (laughs) So I ran that. That was the first race I did, and that's usually, like, 28 miles or so. And then uh, I, from there, went to, like, half marathons and started running some marathons. And then I ran the Canandaigua 50, and I did the 50K. And I, um, like, loved it. I did that. I PR'd my marathon in the 50K. Nice. And did great. I loved it. I was like, longer is better for me. (laughs) So then the next mile, next year I did a 50-miler and, like, did really well. Like, actually, Mm. like place like top 10 um female like hours time whatever since the race started so i did really well there and i was like i gotta go just keep going right and then i uh did twisted branch i had signed up for um the superior 100k uh in september it was going to be september of like 2016 right years are hard yeah, they are. <laughs> it's like, it is because it doesn't make sense because they shouldn't be getting 
higher because I'm not getting any older. Right. So I don't know why mm-hmm. they keep changing their numbers. So in 2016, I was supposed to do that in September, but then I had an opportunity to do Twisted Branch. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be my first 100K, which was not like the right 100k like i he is my achilles heel <laughs> and uh, it and it heat did happen that day heat heat happened and it was tough because i really wanted to do well i mean mm-hmm. versus like i mean i wasn't coming at it flippantly you mm-hmm. know i had gone out and done covered a lot of the miles just by myself with a car and a bicycle you know and camping and I'd go yeah, out. That's real. Yeah. Like, and like cover 20 miles one day, sleep 20 miles the next day. Wow. I didn't know that you yeah. did that. And then like drop the car off, bike back to the start, run to another section, drive back at the bike. Yeah. Then go take a tick bath in the lake, you know. Wow. So I really, I covered most of that trail just, you know, with a couple, over a couple different weekends because I wanted to see it and I wanted to be really familiar with it. And I was petrified <laughs> like those some of those like days where i'm like i just went 20 miles and that took me how long and i'm spent mm-hmm. and i have to do like that three times and a big hunk of chain and a, and a little that like 100k <laughs> thing is a little smushy uh, it's yeah it's like it's one there's there's a bonus 5k at yeah <laughs> no uh so i really want to do it but the i just i didn't i did right I, like I think it was like ninety k in. Mm-hmm. I just uh, couldn't like go forward any longer. Right. Yeah. But you had um, you had told everybody about like you were the you were at the volunteer seminar. You oh, were the, yeah. you were the medical advice telling people yeah. that you know like to to just lie to runners and yeah. tell them oh, they yeah. could go. <laughs> that was my strategy. Well, that well, didn't nobody lied to you well enough to tell you. you well, could keep I going? no, I like. A, no, I was, you just sort of I was, ran out of time, right? Well, yeah, I ran out of time. I had I came into like Bud Valley or something like this, and um, my legs were like uh, tired, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and I mean that's a word. So tired. I had taken some advice, and I was like, "Let me put my feet up and see if I can just like, and I'll just hang out here for a second. Let me put my feet up." And I felt pretty good. I felt pretty good, um, and. Um, you know, the ambulance volunteers were there, which is great. And they were coming over and kind of checking everybody's heart rate. And mine was like pretty high, um, but like not too concerning. And then I went out from there with my pacer. Uh, and I think that's in where the error lies. While that time I was faffing around, laying on my back, I drank no fluids. Oh, I took in no nutrition. I just was sitting there like visiting, right? Because just. my pacer came and her husband was there, and they had, you know what I mean. It was like, <clears throat> you know, and and by then, and I was tachycardic when the volunteers came because I was probably already getting pretty volume depleted because it was hot. I'm gonna right. like it was so hot, <laughs> right? And what I was experiencing was the downhills. I was still running the downhills and the flats. I could still run on the flats. Any uphill, my heart rate climbed so quickly. <laughs> it would become, like, dizzy right. and have a very difficult time remaining upright. And that last, that little section from where you cross Mitchellsville, like, the first time, mm-hmm. and you go back up that U, um, up to, like, Camp David... Lake David. Lake yep. David. Camp yep. David. That's where the bushes are. Um, <laughs> Lake David. Going up that climb, I, like, s- had to sit so many that's, times. That's, the, like, the last real hard climb, yeah. you know, before you get to Mount Washington. Yeah. But and at it, that time, you're getting close to cutoffs. It's yeah. getting a little... Yeah, you know. and, and I was pushing a cutoff. I, um, I think... Four of us got pulled at Mitchellsville Road, and it wasn't even like a cutoff station. We hadn't run into the cutoff time, but by the math, we were going to. And you didn't have headlamps, and you wouldn't have made it there, and yeah, all that jazz. I'm, and I, I am so glad they pulled me because I would have kept going, and it would have been terrible. Right. It would. It was after I finished the race. It was twelve hours before I peed. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. <sighs> so. Uh, 
So no faffing, no laying on your back with your no. feet up, chatting around. Well, you if, if you're doing that, like stay on, stay on task. Yeah. So right? it was good. So then a month later, I really was much more aware, like much more mindful mm-hmm. um, and superior. And uh, that's certainly, I still don't think 100K is my distance. I think 50 miles is my distance that I've liked the most. Because right. even, because that in Twisted Branch, like, I felt good at, like, 48. Like, I was still feeling really good. Yeah. And same thing in Superior. Uh, there was, like, an aid station at 43, and I was like, yeah, soup and soda? Let's roll, man. I feel mm. amazing. Right. And then it's, like, right around, like, Crash. 55. Like, oh, my God. Why does this keep going? <laughs> Whose idea was this? I think I will meant, like, what is the point of this at this point? Like, now it's just like, can you still walk forward? Yeah, I can still walk forward. But have I gained anything? No, I am not gaining anything at this point. I'm still doing this. I'm, I've stopped enjoying this. This has not become an enriching experience. And yeah, can I still walk forward? Yeah, watch me walk forward. So then, of course, he signed up for a longer distance race. <laughs> right. So so 100 miles is right there up on the calendar then, right? No, there's... Uh, there's oh, damn. Asterisk. There, there is one hundred mile race I will run. Okay, we'll yeah. save that for now. Yeah, because I, so we're we, okay. Okay, I'm gonna. There's. I want to go one. I'll pick one of two ways. Okay, I'll tell you them and then I'll pick it. So it seems to me that after Twisted Branch, you kind of set your jaw and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a, a damn runner now, right? And like, it seemed to me you yeah. got on. I don't know. And not that I knew much of, not that we yeah. knew much about each other before yeah. Twisted Branch, but suddenly, like, you got yourself a coach, you're working hard. Yeah. Like, you, it seemed like, okay, I'm going to come back and get Twisted Branch. Yeah. But before that, I'm going to go down to Georgia. I'm going to run this 68 mile race here. Right. And, like, you kind of got an agenda. And you're talking about 100Ks, not your distance. Right. But, not. well, maybe. But then on the other side, before all of this is a little 2,000-mile jaunt. Yeah. You know, from Georgia again. What's the th- what's up with Georgia? That's why I went back there. <laughs> all the way up to Maine, right? Yeah. Like, so you did the AT. Mm-hmm. So Twisted Branch is like, how many ATs are in Twisted Branch? Oh, like my gosh. Right. 40? Yeah. Uh, you know, 35 yeah. Twisted yeah. Branches? Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. Way more. So what's the So distance, obviously, isn't it? Well, no, and I think, and that's the thing, the distance I can cover, and that's what I've, like, just, I get in my own way in shorter distances. Like, uh, that's, there's no question about that. Um, I'm, like, f- fuel economy. That's me. Oh, okay. I'm, like, in a, like, I'm like a Honda Civic. You're like an electric vehicle. You well, only got so nice. much. Yeah. You only got yeah. so much range. Well, no, I think my range is good. But if you ask me to accelerate, I'll just dump fuel and you won't get much for it. You know, so it's like I'm. This, and also a Civic is a palindrome. So I like I'm naturally have a predilection for that. But so you like, go backwards. I like it. For, <laughs> I like it. Goes, I go both ways. Uh, but it's I can go for a long time at a. reasonable and Mm -hmm. this is all relative compared to what real people can do but i feel like i do better when i'm just asked to perform steady and i think that was like testament on the at i wasn't setting any land speed records Mm -hmm. and nor was that my intent um but i it was unwavering like i had no moment where it was i was injured or you know or whatever i mean i had things but that i I mean, I just could keep going. And right. if somebody said we moved the end of it, then I would have moved to the end of it. So I think <laughs> that was like, maybe that's why this longer distance things works for me. Right. So um, covering distance as opposed to racing. Racing distance. Right. Very different. Right. Yeah. So um, so let's let's touch on the AT a little bit. Let's. Right. Uh, so what was that? Where'd it come from? How'd it happen? Where where where'd the where the wild hair? Where that from? come? So yeah, I think wild hair is probably a pretty good uh, term for it. So I'm very well behaved, and I follow like pres- like socially prescribed expectations very nicely. Um, you know, I went to school, and then I went to school, and then I got a job. And well, shoot, that's a really big section. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you get a job, like that's you know. 
you're 22 right until you're 64 yeah five. you know those people that take a year off between high school and college who who are they who does that they're geniuses they're I don't child know. geniuses yeah. well they they have to be because they figure out how to yeah. do it like yeah I was told you take these tests, you fill out these forms, yep. you, you, you write these essays, and then you get into school. Yeah. And how do you take a year off in between? Yeah, I don't know. And I stopped. I actually worked. I started my new, my first job, my gr- first grown-up job, like professional job, 10 days after I graduated college. Yeah. Same. I went. I yeah. was, one day I was a college student. Next day I'm a professional. Yeah. So I had... I grew up in upstate New York in between Utica and Albany on the throughway there. And uh, we had o- my mom's from Maine. So we'd always gone to Maine for summer, like vacation. And so we drove under the Appalachian Trail, like overpass in Massachusetts, uh, right outside of Lee. And I asked my mom, like, you know, what's that? What is. And she said, it's this like footpath that goes from Georgia to Maine. You can walk it. And I thought that was incredible that you could just walk through and I said why would you want to walk from there to there and she said it's you know in the forest and that was I was like child then and I think it was like in 94 Bill Bryson's Walk in the Woods came out Mm -hmm. and I was actually reading that in Maine much to my mom's chagrin so I would be outside reading and she would hear me burst out laughing and then she'd hear the screen door open slam shut and I come and I'm like ma ma Ma, okay, oh, wait, I'm going to read this part for you. Let me read this part for you. And then I read it. And then about the, like, eighth time I did that, she's like, you know, why don't I just read that by myself when you're done? <laughs> so I had put this idea in my head that it was there. So I decided that by the time I was 28, I wanted to do that, that that would be something outside of the ex- expected mold. So when the year I turned 28, I I started it. And I had been talking with my boss at the time saying like, oh, this is going to come up. This is going to happen. You know, and I think the thing, I think it was like, was like a bluff. I don't know. My mother also. (laughs) Like like you were going for a raise or something? uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that's like a, that's like a long burn, you know, (laughs) to do like a three year, like I'm going to leave. Um and my mom also didn't believe me. Like, I talked about it that whole summer preceding it. And she was like, oh, you know, that's nice. And uh, she, like, a week before I left, she was like, you're serious. And she, so she came down to visit me. And she's like, if you die, I will be so pissed. <laughs> do not, do not, Abby McCarthy. Well, at least she had only one week to deal with. Imagine if yeah. she thought you were serious a year before that. I know, that. right? She you would have to, yeah. You had to put up with that for a whole and year. She had pretty good reason. Like, I had never, we had canoe camped as a family, but I had never, like, backpacked. Uh, like, for serious? Ever. Or ever. Yeah. I mean, I, to, okay, all, when I was at 4-H camp, we went on a three-day Three night maybe hike where they the counselors like did all put all your stuff and you and we did walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that totally camp. qualifies you. So yeah, I and mean, you're fine. That's uh, yes, I yeah, did whatever. backpack at 4-H <laughs> camp once. So uh, I was like a real turd. I was at uh, the because I am this like prescribed following person. I was at the Y in the hiking boots I bought with a weight vest in my pack, not just on my body, that didn't help me at all, On a, in a pack, carrying weights, going up the stair mill. Like a real Yahoo. I looked, well, I fit in at the Y. It was but, good. But I mean, but you did training. Yeah. Like you were You were like, I've got to do some training yeah. for this. And this was a year. I don't know if everybody remembers this, that smartphones were born. I mean, this was the year the Apple, like mm-hmm. the iPhone came out. So there wasn't all these, like, YouTube videos. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's literally, like, you're looking at data books. You yeah. can find a few, like, books in the library. And then there's a few forums. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there are – that's, like, under some. But compared to the vast amount – it's almost right. crippling now. Like, the amount of information right. now is almost – like, trying to get ready for the PCT, it's almost, like, overwhelming how much information there is out there. So I would just, like, <coughs> try to map it out best I could. And 
my only expectation was that it was going to be really hard because I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And so every single day my expectation was met, which was really great. And then everything else was like bonus. So did you do like, did you mail food to yourself or did you just stop at every single town? Did you like budget this? Yeah. So I had, there were a few towns according to the data books where, um, resupply was going to be really limited or non-existent. So there were probably 10 towns that I had boxes set up to be sent to me. And I had them at my friend's house. And I would say, like, send this around this time. And again, it's all, like, guessing. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I was not a runner at the time. I was, I had road crew through college. But, like, that's, like, doesn't translate at all into how many days will it take you to hike you know 60 miles yeah with an with an eighth grader on your back and you can't even say that you were like young and dumb because you're like already a professional yeah and i was 28 so i was like in this fell in this weird like diurnal variation where there's these immediate like post-grad post-collegiate graduates and then there's these retirees and i was just like day (laughs) um but so i had these boxes so i'm packing these boxes in like february getting ready to leave in March. And I don't have any idea how much food I'm going to (laughs) need. You know, I'm really guessing. Also, like the amount of wasabi peas I thought I would require (laughs) to hike from Georgia to Maine was uh, an overestimate. Also powdered milk. And I actually met my, I was somebody's wasabi pea angel. So along the trail um, in like hiker towns, at post office box at post offices like or at like the neighbor like outfitters there's a hiker box so whatever you don't want anymore you put in there and whatever you want you take out so like let's say you buy a six pack of jiff singles but you only need three well you're not carrying that extra weight mm-hmm. so you put your other three in there so people somebody else will take the jiff singles and let's say like you know so let's say you get this like package <laughs> maybe like t- 10 over six months and you never want to see another wasabi pea in your life Mm -hmm. so you put them in the hiker box yeah and you're no longer eating cereal so you don't need your powdered milk anymore which also looks like a kilo of cocaine you can put that in the hiker box too and better make sure the right hiker takes yeah (laughs) and so at one point like way later i think we were in vermont and i'm was putting wasabi peas in my lip Lipton side. Uh, and this guy was like, oh, my gosh, I've been eating wasabi peas this whole time, too. I was like, I have not been eating wasabi peas. I kept these because I really do need something different because you're eating the same meal all the time. He's like, wait a second. And we sorted out that, like, I had been putting them in the hiker box. And he'd been like, ooh, wasabi peas, wasabi peas, wasabi peas. <laughs> yes! And so he'd been following me, like, from Georgia. I was his wasabi pea angel. That's and amazing. I was like, oh, it's so great to meet you. He's like, well, I'm just going to have to wait. <laughs> right. Because I can't get ahead of you. And I was like, I have a bag of peas to give to you now. <laughs> but because, like, the East Coast is just, like, chronically moist. Oh, no. <laughs> the peas were not crunchy, snappy. They were, like, reconstituted. It was more like gummy wasabi. Oh, oh but, that's sad. Yeah. but You, you were probably leaving them fresh peas. Well, yeah, and even yeah. once you had them for a day, they were chewy, yeah. but they were extra flavor, and they were a little heat, and that's mm-hmm. nice, you know. That's exactly what, and they, like, that cleanse was, the palate, right? Well, that's what I thought in February when I packed, like, pounds of, them. pounds of them. They say, like, some people pick up a rock in Georgia at Springer Mountain, and they carry it to Katahdin, sort of symbolically. Seems like a waste of weight to me. I had a tuna packet that I carried to, like, Tennessee. I was like, this tuna packet's going to Katahdin with me because I just didn't know, like, when I'm in the heaven forbid I run out of food. Yep. <laughs> I never want that to happen. Oh my goodness. So, I'm, I'm so glad you're alive, Abby. Touch and go. <laughs> it was really hippy. So did you do, um, did you do like journals and all that? Was this a big transformative, like, you're going to be Abby Bryson? And Yeah. Well, um, I had I've never been a diary keeper or a journaler um, or anything like this, but I had really enjoyed this woman who lives in Fairport. She had kept, um, I guess I would call it a journal, on trailjournals.com. And I had been reading her stuff, 
and it was really great. It was nice to kind of like get a better sense of that day to day. And I actually went over and met her, and she went through my gear before I left, and she was like, "Oh, yeah, no, you cannot bring this enormous jacket from EMS. It's a lovely jacket." She's like, "Lady, you're not going to use flip flops. Yeah, just take those out." Yeah. Uh, so, um, I thought that that would be a great way to kind of stay in contact with everybody. So I had bought this, I had bought this weird, um, telecommunicating thing where you type it in and then you hold it up to a rotary, like a phone, like a hard phone with a earpiece and a mouthpiece and it like like it digitally sends it and then that gets like transcribed and then it goes into the internet it all sounded a little weird to me also similar to how you um have your pacemaker assessed over the phone (laughs) i think it's a very similar technology the day before i left for the trail i bought an iphone and uh so on the plane ride down on the train ride down i was like okay how's this puppy work uh so i did the i did have a daily journal entry on that trail journal site and i typed it all in that notepad application i probably single-handedly have spent the most time in that note in the universe i use that every single day wow but it was it's pretty bad like the writing's pretty bad because it's just stream of consciousness um end of the day i never checked for spelling errors or typos because i was like okay battery down you know because mm-hmm. you only have so much power and then i would wait till i get to a place where there was like a bald and then i'd be like maybe there's internet or there's like you know cell service here because <laughs> there's huge swaths i mean back in like 10 years ago there was huge sections of the at where there wasn't right. cell service mm-hmm. i'm sure there is now but it was like, oh, oh, good. And you're like a single bar and you're like, nee, like no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> and uh, so I'd send it to my friend and then she would upload it and I would have a picture for every day. So it was good. My mom would say that she would um, read it like kind of rapidly because she wanted to make sure I was alive. <laughs> like, Even though she knew paradoxically, like if I was reading, if she was reading a post I had written, I was not in fact dead. But she was like, Bleh, and she said she went back like a couple months after I got home and read him. She's like, it was pretty nice to actually read him differently, not with like in the grips of fear. Well, she she might have watched too much Monty Python back yeah, in her she day. Might have. You know, like, <laughs> she might have. Yeah. The castle. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Uh, so yeah. So <clears throat> and I'm so glad because you think when you do these things, like I'll never forget this. This mm-hmm. was so remarkable. Uh, and I've forgotten so much of it and it's there like there's a report every day and of course I didn't write everything down Um, and some of it you have to read between the lines (laughs) because I'm not going to say like oh and then Rocksteady and I got into this raging fight because I was being kind of a bitch and like you know it's just (laughs) sort of like so it it seemed like it was a good time for me to maybe go to this 4th of July celebration and then (laughs) leave the trail for a few days spend time by myself because I hate these guys right now (laughs) but it was fun Cool. And how long How long was your total time on the trail? So I was six months on the trail, so 180 days, and 30 of those days I was not hiking wow. or on the trail. So I like came home because there was an attempted murder um, like, a, like a mile and a half from where I was camping one night. So then they closed the trail because it was a crime scene. So I was like, well, now's a good time to pop home. And it was my birthday. So I came up for that. I went to like a pig roast at some family thing and went to a wedding and went to a 4th of July party. Uh, but always just kind of like came right back to where I got left off. Came back and then got some wasabi peas. Got some wasabi peas, got yeah. loaded up. Yeah. yeah, so that, you know, that whole you think you'll remember everything, that's the same reason why I wrote like 7,500 words on Twisted Branch, yeah. <laughs> like my first one. And I'm so glad because it's those when I'm, you can ask more, I'm a nut. Like if there's something that I can try and get a better grasp on, when mm-hmm. I'm doing something new and scary. So like Twisted Branch, all those race reports, I've read them. Right. <laughs> exhaustively. I've looked at the map while I'm reading them. I want to like I don't no surprises. No alarms and no surprises. I'm like 
Radiohead here. Like, I just don't. So I really want to get a grasp on it. So I'm so appreciative when people write those long race reports. Yeah, I wrote very, and you know, there's like Davin who writes the, um, the clouds were wispy. Yeah. The grass was green. That's because his life's beautiful. Yeah. And everybody, everybody thought deeply about the nature of existence, and then we celebrated after the race. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Meanwhile, I'm like, so um, there was a rock in front of me, and I stepped to the right, but then there was a root over there. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like quickly stepped over the root, but then I hit a branch, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah. And then the race started. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I go the exact opposite way. You're going to get a lot of – but that's why I don't write so many because not all of them can be transformative 5,000-word yeah. tomes, you know. And I uh, – I, on my last day on the trail, so I got up early. I went – I hiked the trail. I started by myself. Uh, I ended up spending a lot of time with uh, this group of guys, and we called ourselves the Five Knuckle Shuffle – because there were five of us, and like each one of us was an individual finger. Um, I was the pinky because it would be weird if I wasn't there. That was like my main function. And my trail name was uh, Lady Cluck, but they just called me Lady. So we'd be in town, and they're like, Lady, Lady, Lady. And people are like, don't be so rude to her. <laughs> like, That's her name. She's Lady. Because it really is a very male-dominated lady. Pretty much that was me. Yeah. Um, but so I left early in the morning. And I was climbing, and I got to the summit of Katahdin, the northern terminus, and I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is what you did. You're going to take this time up here. I was, like, huddled behind some rocks so I didn't die up there, uh, waiting for them to come because we wanted to take a picture together with a sign, and I was like, I'll give them 45 minutes. So I was like, 45 minutes. Think about this. Like, what has this been? What did you do this for? What's different now? Where are you? Who are you? What has happened? I think I have a nutter butter in my backpack <laughs> and I'm not really going to be able to eat like this after this trail. So let me get after that. And nothing. I had nothing. It was just this empty. Profound. Yeah. And people would come back from these days of hiking and be like, I went through my relationships and the common denominator was me. It was me. And I was like, I saw like six rocks that look like West Virginia today, two Minnesotas, an Iowa, and definitely a California. You know, like, I was not having these deep thoughts. Uh, deep thoughts. But it did. I mean, it was, it absolutely had a big impact on my life. You know, yeah. I changed my job because of it. I ended a relationship secondarily. You know, like, it did. It absolutely helped. Right. But I just didn't wasn't having those lightning bolt moments. They were <laughs> not a, happening. A geologic change. Yeah. You know, like yeah. just over time. Yeah. And then you know, that can be fine. You know, what what I mean, if it's profound then you only get to experience it for that one very right. second. Yeah. This you get to you get to experience the change over time. Yeah. So so then that that was a, 10 years ago. This is yeah. your 10th year anniversary. Yeah, next year will be, and that's why I'm planning to do the Pacific Crest. Trip. So that's where I was going to go to. Yeah. You said you slipped in back there like you know, <laughs> 20 minutes ago, somewhere around, somewhere around Tennessee, you yeah. said, planning the PCT. Yeah. So um, going to be the same thing, just kind of like yeah. Abby lands and walks to the trailhead and goes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been just, you know, again, just watching on YouTube there, you know, there are so many opinions out there (laughs) and there are so many right people, uh, and there's just so much gear and it's, you know, but just been watching, uh, actually this great YouTuber, Dixie, well, her trail name is Dixie. I don't know what her real name is. Anyway, it's called Wanderlust and she just finished a PCT. Uh, and so she had vlogs. So I watched that. So I'm thinking maybe like end of March, depending on this one other variable, end of March, early April, um, and then go north from Mexico. Wow. I saved my Gmail address, I think, two or three years ago. Nice. Because, so I had to, like, my Gmail now, I got brand new when I started the AT because I didn't want to get any Expedia hot deals, mm-hmm. frankly. <laughs> I mean, get, get out of town fast. Yeah, I fast. didn't want to be loading, like, I have only so much 
juice in the phone or power in the sky, those wispy clouds. Plus, you, need, you don't need any extra temptation. So right? I didn't, yeah, exactly. Oh, flights out of Parisburg, Virginia. <laughs> to Bermuda. Leaving now. Um, so I just wanted to get the, so I'm going to get a new email again. So I got uh, M2C because I'm McCarthy, so it's, but it's, so it's M2C, but it's also Mexico to Canada. Mm-hmm. No, no. I thought you had said that you got your original one, so it would be like spam free. And yeah. that you didn't you say you kept it spam free? Like yeah. you, didn't, you never used it for anything else for right? a long time, but then it just you know cruft. Oh boy, it's bad. Oh boy, it's real bummer. Yeah. So so, so I no, need a new one. Yeah. I don't okay. have it. I saved it a couple years ago. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So you said that ten years ago there wasn't a lot of information, and you did. Two thousand one hundred and what eighty six miles, yeah. and you did it. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So why do you need all this information now? Well, it's not so much. Well, I had. It was how I could get the information. So I sat down with data books and took mm-hmm. books out of the library, mm-hmm. um, and spent like kept notebooks, like kind of mapping out. If I go to here to here, this will be about three days between this town and this should be five days. So I did pretty exhaustive research. Right. It just now that there's, there's like too much. Right, but opinions. those books yeah. had to earn their way into right. the library. Yeah, I know. You don't have to earn your way no. on YouTube. No, have you, you do been not. Out there lately? <laughs> no, you do not. So I mean, any yokel can record something and put it on the internet Abby. or on the radio. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So I, I've, definitely limited myself there's really only two youtubers that i've been looking at um and it's again it's more just to get a sense of it <clears throat> a little bit of a gestalt because like i said i'd read that other woman's trail journal just to kind of get a little sense of what like the day-to-day might be like are you planning like six months again like hiatus and yeah. go away yeah come back changed person again well who knows man yeah. <laughs> Who knows? How many different times? Yeah. So you're you are you off in Nutter Butters? Like Oh, I'll be back on. Okay. <laughs> I think I've had one since oh eight. Right. They're so good. I do like a nut but you know the chocolates changed in these Did things. they go cheaper? Well the, they Is it wax? It's like it's all paraffin, yeah. It's gross. But anyways, that's a bummer. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, right. Sorry. On the AT, so, I didn't let myself eat a Snickers till Pennsylvania because I was like, "That's just going to be a gateway." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get our butts back to running here. Okay. Um, so last last winter, while you were apparently in your um, Georgia Death Race training that I didn't know about, we ran a little um, ten mile race oh, together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we we went and did the YMCA ten yeah. in uh, Buffalo. Lockport. Lockport, sunny, sunny Lockport. <laughs> <laughs> it was like supposed to be cold. It yeah. started out really cold yeah. that day, yeah. and we were all geared up, nice and chilly wise. And then it got hot. Yeah, but windy too. Right, it was windy. Right, but yeah, it was toasty. I was overdressed, which is a rare moment for me. Right. So yeah. I thought, like, okay, I'm going to run some eight-minute miles. For me, that was that was reaching for the stars. Yeah. I can, can run eight-minute miles. I'll finish in an hour and 20 minutes. And you're like, I hate running fast. I'm not really good at it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> and from from step number one, you were five steps ahead of me. You were you were gone in that race. Like something something was lit up. There. Yeah, I don't know. I was just running. Just running. <laughs> You had on those bright green pants. And yeah, I just, those are... I, I was like, okay, there they are. I can still see them. I can still see them. Mile three, couldn't like see them anymore. Pants. They were gone. No more bright green pants. And I was trying to be smart that day, too, because there was these two girls in front of me that had my eyes on, and I was like, I should go get them. But I knew what they were running was outside of what I could do, but I also knew we'd get to mile six. Yeah. <laughs> and I would get them. And in fact, I did. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. They, cause you just like, it's, I knew I had a different, yeah. like Dalvin had just been making me run so dang much. <laughs> right. You had, you knew you had late miles in your yeah. legs, right? <clears throat> yeah. So like I got, unfortunately for me, um, I'm not a very great pacer. So when I got to mile five, where the five-mile race starts. Right, where the buses were, yeah. I got there just after that race had started. Oh, no. And so, like, I'm <coughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing the bobbing and the weaving mm-hmm. through there. And, and 
not fast bobbin and weaving. And so I think I ended up at an hour, 20 minutes and six seconds. That's pretty amazing. Well, I missed it by six seconds and I easily, and I chugged up that last hill. Yeah. Davin's like, well, you're running up this hill pretty fast yeah. as, as he's running up the hill. Having yeah, finished for the third time, yeah, having finished 45 minutes earlier yeah. or something like that. Had a you snack. Know. Yeah. Save the world. So, anyways, that was fun. Yeah. And that's when I found out, like, oh, Abby's uh, working here. And that started, like, the 2017 of of work, it yeah. seems. Yeah. No fun. Oh, well, it's so <laughs> much fun. That's the thing. It's, yeah, it's been um, a lot of work, way more miles than I normally put in. Uh, but it's been, like, really good. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's paying off for you. I hope so. You know, so Georgia Death Race, like April Fool's Day. Yeah, you went down and did that thing. Yeah, what? Well, so that was, I, um, I did want to run a Western States qualifier. Mm-hmm. So I went on the website and looked. That website's so great. It's also so mm-hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because they make it seem like anybody can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I saw this Georgia Death Race, and it was in the northern Georgia, in the right on the Ben McKay Trail, who's one of the founders of the Appalachian Trail, and you actually cross the Appalachian Trail. So it was going to be like a homecoming. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked it specifically. Those mountains are burly and the trails are chunky, and that's what I like. Yeah. And it was just nice to go back to Georgia. Yeah. So you did that. I did that because you want to run a hundred mile race. I want. I would like to have the opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to try to run Western States. Yes. Right. Which is the, so November 4th, the day of Indianapolis, is the day the Western States Lottery opens. Mm-hmm. So Vidmar and I are holding on to our little hot little tickets. Mm-hmm. We have one week to put them in the hat. Yep. Uh, and then, here's a caveat, if I'm like 3% lucky, I guess I'll start the Pacific Crest Trail and just walk to the start. <laughs> <laughs> you know wow that's that's right because i'm not i am i'm not too much of a fool to think like if i if i got in which is a huge if <clears throat> vidmar should get in just on pure like sainthood and preparedness like his lottery ticket should get drawn just because it's like just because it's this, like Vidmar's ticket just because just to get dad, pulled dad's yeah, got dad, dad's got data yeah dad could do it um <clears throat> But I don't want to change my whole plan for a single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I could sprain my ankle a week before. I mm-hmm. could overtrain and get hurt. I could very likely have a very unsuccessful hundred first hundred miler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my whole year is different because of it. So I figure what's better training than walking, like, 20 miles a day with a third grader on your back. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's good. And a heat training it starts in the dang desert, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And you'll you'll be, uh, you'll have some training miles on your life. Yeah, right? absolutely. My feet will be, like, already, like, little biscuits of hell. <laughs> so I don't know if you know this, but there I, a previous uh, guest on the podcast, Mr. Jason Mintz, came on and said, yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to try to get in the Western States Lottery. And hot dang, he did. And then hot dang, one ticket, he got in to Western Woo! States. So, like, That's so exciting. Now also Davin's been on the podcast, too. So, you know, yeah. I mean, take I know, it for what it's worth. It, yeah. So, and then I was like, once I, I finished Georgia, and I was like, I never need to do that again. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, that was very long. And... Uh, diminishing returns after 50 miles or so. <laughs> and, yeah, well, I'll give this one ticket a try. And then, so, but now I'm signed up for Bandera, 100K yeah. in January. That's another one. Yeah, so, well, well so, so here's the thing about it. You probably should have that because not many 1% ticket or one ticket right. people get in. Yeah. And you're going to be gone for six months. You yeah. won't have a chance to run another right. race. So. I know, but I thought I was just going to try once. But it, it seems like if I can get, if I can do, if I can finish Bandera, uh, then I can have two. <laughs> and maybe that's good. It starts with one. It does. 
And then two. And then it's really at three that you get the exponential gains. That's mm-hmm. when the numbers start. Well, because then it becomes four. Yeah. Then it, There are six or something crazy yeah. like so, that. So yeah. um, that's neat. The girl who doesn't like long distances, who has done very long distances, <laughs> might be doing another long distance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So between now and Bandera, I have – so I have Indianapolis – and Which then, is you're running to try to qualify for Boston. You can say that. I don't feel like I can say that. Okay, but maybe you're not. I haven't been hitting like... Okay, so here's the thing. D- what happens if you qualify for Boston? You know when that race is. Well, it's already that's already closed. Right. But, th- but the next year, right? So you're going to circle around and you're going to like, you're going to be in Canada and you're yeah. going to be like... Okay. Oh, oh shoot, eh? I gotta get back. Oh, put <laughs> just put that pea mail sandwich on the side for me. I'll be back for that. Sorry, I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but that's just like you know, I don't think it's gonna happen. Like looking at my like two weeks ago, I had a terrible long run. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna try and get a personal best in Indianapolis and leave it at that. It's the speedway, right? Like that's that's where fast cars no, go. No, but I'm a Civic. <laughs> You're a Civic. Well, <laughs> Honda Honda is is uh, I think I don't know. Yeah, fast. they have racing cars, but that's not me. Mm, right. uh, so then, and then a month later, I get to do Last Chance 50k in South Carolina, and then Banderas in January. So yowzer. But that's it. Um, see, this I think I have a racing problem. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think like. But that's how you build. I'm building to the 100K, right. so it's like... What, what I what I like is I like that you tend to have a plan, and then you're willing to throw the whole damn plan out for a tiny bit of spontaneity, yeah. which I think is pretty yeah. neat. <laughs> yeah, why not? I got this all lined up, but I'll do this thing first. Right, yeah. yeah. Why not? Um, so there's like, you know, there's lots of 5Ks in December. You could, you know, run on some ice and yeah, risk, risk it all. Risk it all. <laughs> I know those black walnuts that are falling now. I'm like, uh-huh. I call them dream crushers. Because, <laughs> you know, it's, we're always running at night now. Yeah. Or dark now. And I'm like, oh, dream crusher. <laughs> like, if I roll my ankle, like I'm toast. That's I it. I definitely have to increase my Wellbutrin dose if I, <laughs> if I had to stop running. Well, and then so... um that's why you're on the track today. I mean, that's yeah. fine, right? Yeah. Safety. Well, no, that was just because Davin told me to go. Mm, well, he's mean. He's so right, though. It is, it feels it feels great having done a hard speed workout. Yes, 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 it does. Yes, I was happy with that. I was done. I was happy that I got it through mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it it feels good having done it. Yes, <laughs> been completed. It doesn't feel good doing it, no. but you know. So what else? Anything else? Um, Because, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, so, no, I mean, I just crossed my fingers. I do really want to get into Western States. I would really like to do that. Um, I think all this has shown me that I have the training capacity. I don't know. I've gotten really, really lucky. So I ran, you know, I was doing the Mega Transect. I think I did ran that first in like 2010 and then that was I was walking I came back from the trail and I was just walking around town a lot I had I was running the risk of becoming like one of those characters that's so recognizable Mm -hmm. I just was walking that's all I was just doing walking lots like weird volumes I was starting to get to know some of the train spotters that hang out like over on university like because I was just walking and one of my friends finally said to me like if you literally walked like a little faster that would be running just i mean just that much faster and you would not have to do it for hours you could do it for less time (laughs) so the first race i signed up for was a half marathon because i was like well why would you do it for less time like those don't make any sense so um that was like in 2010 i did the rochester the fall half oh yeah and then uh, I almost got swept off the course, I swear. I think they were coming for me. And then I did it again, and the, then the spring, and then the fall, and then the. And then in 2012, I ran my first marathon, and I loved it. So then, and that was Marine Corps. So that was just the other weekend. So that's in October. So then I signed up for one in January because, like, I didn't know these things. Like, the, you should not do this. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Your your naiveness, 
your naiveness gets you involved, and yeah. then your planning yeah. makes you great at it. And in my nutso, like, so I ran Marine Corps, which is in the District of Columbia, and I liked it so much. And I thought, like, oh, why don't I run 26.2 miles in 26.2 states? Because D.C. is, like, the point two. Ouch. <laughs> well, it's a district. I mean, it could have been in Puerto Rico, the point two, you know, but it happened to be in D.C. So Ooh. from there on out, like, I now I've, like, I'm, like, okay, I'll get 26. And then I'm, like, these people doing this, 50, this, they're crazy. This is very reasonable what I'm doing. <laughs> so I, then I was like, oh, I'll do one in January. And that was really fun. But then I like did one in like May. And then I, I, and I, that's what I'm saying. I've been really, really fortunate as far as training and injury wise. Like I have a, my, uh, like left hip sometimes bugs me, but I've, you, my ART like guy that I see, he will tell you that I'd, I haven't, I haven't not had a, you don't have race. to say it. It's fine. I know. I've never stopped. <laughs> like, I haven't stopped training, which has been awesome. You know, I've been so lucky. Um, and I think that's because I'm a very conservative person. Yeah. I think it's because you're in that diurnal variance. Yeah, where I'm, right like, there. not getting hurt and I'm not going fast enough to get hurt. And I am a real wuss. I think that's the other part of it. Yeah. I mean, clearly, yeah. clearly. If something gets uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, let me just back off. Here. Just just lay lay back a little just bit. Just don't do. No, no, no. We don't like that discomfortable stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, it's certainly 2188 would have been 2 miles too far. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. That yeah. would have been pushing it. It's not like you were going to go down the mountain and find out why those guys weren't coming up. Yeah, where I would go down and be like, "See you <laughs> later." You're like, "I I left the camera up there." Yeah. <laughs> just take a picture Here's of yourself. A little, yeah, Photoshop. Yeah. Not unru- yeah, it's I am. I do have a very like I just don't like to be uncomfortable. So you're saying you could have did your speed workout a little bit faster today? Well, probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't. This is well, that's why we got you this fancy couch. Not nice to be uncomfortable. <laughs> well, but you, I think even you would say if, if you push into the uncomfortable, that's really the only way you're gonna. Grow. Well, that's what I would tell other people, but <laughs> I don't mean that. I'm not interested in growth and development. It's just not really for me. <laughs> by, the, by the way, Abby did qualify for Boston. So a uh, Western States ticket and a Boston qualifier in the same year. She, she really is like a Honda Civic. You know, so check back on this channel for updates after she hikes the PCT right to the starting line of Western States. That'll be a fun story, too. Be sure to check out the episode show notes for links to some of the topics in the episode, like Abby's uh, really cool and funny talk about injury at the Twisted Branch Volunteer Seminar her uh, AT trail journal and um, the castle. Ah. Um, also, you can find information on the aforementioned Empire State Triad. You can also find links to our Strava Run group and the Patreon page. Basically, the show notes have lots of stuff in them. Uh, you can find those at runninginsideoutpodcast.com or, you know, look inside your podcast player, podcast player, because that's where they are. All right. Thank you to all this month's Patreon supporters. Your continued financial support helps me keep improving this podcast. So if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Check out the homepage and click the Patreon banner. Please know that any any amount is appreciated. Thank you. And I talked about the show notes again. Yep, I did. I'm aiming to get up to 30 supporters by the end of the year. That's that's uh, a little goal of mine. I got a special unannounced perk that anyone for anyone that signs up during the month of November. And given that November is not that much longer, I have a different perk for those that signed up in December. And I got even something more special or planned when we hit 30. So 
Yay. If you want to chat about this episode with other listeners or share your running stories, you can uh, check for me on all the various social medias, um, which, you know, those are a thing. Uh, but you can also consider joining the Running Inside Out Slack, where we talk about all manner of things um, from recent episodes. Um, what did we talk about? Oh, we talked about uh, running through the mud instead of around it and um, frozen mud versus, you know, the various textures of mud. That was a great conversation. So anyways, it's uh, like social media, but without all the media, just the social part. So that sounds like your kind of place. Um, check out the Strava group. You find a link in there or in the sidebar of the website. Thank you all for listening, subscribing and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.